Welcome to the Seek First CEO Podcast, a community for high-achieving kingdom women committed to seeking God first and keeping God first in all we do. If you believe you're called to impact the world through your gifts, then you're in the right place. Hi, friend. I'm Heather, teacher turned speaker and your host of the Seek First CEO Podcast. I'm passionate about helping ambitious, servant-hearted women find their worth in whose they are, not what they do. As a certified master neuroscience life coach, I help you connect the dots between biblical principles and brain science so you can take your thoughts captive and be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I don't do surface, so we go deep here and we talk about the stuff underneath the surface because I wanna help you get to the source of your heart set and mindset roadblocks so you can have breakthrough by aligning your heart and mind with biblical truths. If your heart's desire is to grow in your relationship with Jesus, while fearlessly fulfilling your purpose and calling, then let's open up the word together and see what the Holy Spirit has to say about living your life in flow with Him. Are you ready? Then get excited for today's episode. There is nothing worse than having goals and dreams and knowing that God has called you for more and you feel stuck. Literally, this is my coaching practice. I help high-achieving women like you get unstuck. In fact, I can actually start to say that I help men too. I have a couple that I'm working with that has been absolutely incredible. God is stretching me in this season, and it has been such a great experience so far working with this incredible couple, working with them simultaneously. They're both in network marketing. It has been super fun. Anyways, um, I share that to say that God does not want you to feel stuck. And in your stuckness, I want to give you four questions that you can sit with and ask yourself if now maybe you're in a season of feeling stuck or perhaps you, you're going to come up against it, right? I've been there time and time again. And have you ever heard the phrase, new level, new devil? I talk about this a lot, but I don't believe there's such a thing as a new devil. In fact, if we look back to the Bible, we can see in Genesis and all throughout scripture that the enemy is doing the same thing that he has done all throughout time. And I actually have a course that's called Bloom Academy. And in one of the lessons, it talks about the D words that the devil loves to use. And so some of those are deceive, he likes to discourage, he likes to divide, he likes to disappoint. So he does all of these D words that keep us stuck, that keep us from living out the fullness and living honestly the life that Jesus paid for. My husband and I were talking about this this morning about the abundant life and that if we are living anything less than the abundant life, I can only imagine that Jesus is looking down on us thinking, I paid the price for you to get unstuck, for you to live in freedom and in the fullness that I paid for. I didn't just pay to give you salvation of your soul to to be free from hell. I, I died for you so that you can live in the fullness and the freedom and God's God's original plan. And if we look back to the Garden of Eden, what was that? What was the original plan that God had before sin entered, before the enemy came in and deceived Eve and used her to then get Adam to partner with the thought that they didn't they didn't already have enough. And so I know 
that as an entrepreneur, we run into seasons of our life that we are going to get stuck. And instead of believing the lie, new level, new devil, I want you to pause and I want you to take a step back and I want you to recognize, wait a second, new level, new devil. There is no such thing. First of all, God is absolutely trying to take you to the next level. The Bible says that he wants to take us from glory to glory from one good thing to the next good thing, from one revelation to the next revelation, from one level of freedom to the next level of freedom, from one understanding of his love to the next understanding of his love. I love the Bible verse that talks about deep calls to deep. And I think so often we stop at a surface level of understanding of things when God wants to take us deeper. And so I pray that this episode today helps you get unstuck so that you can go deeper with the Lord in understanding and having revelation in a deeper relationship with him so that you can continue to walk out the calling that he who began a good work in you will complete it. But if you feel stuck, well, hello, you're only going to get so far. And so literally that's what people hire me to do is to help them get unstuck because the problem is often Oftentimes we're stuck and we can't figure it out. If that's you, you have bought the course, you've invested in other coaching, perhaps you've purchased the funnel and you've tried to figure out what is it, what is it that keeps is keeping me unstuck. I want to encourage you that one, listen to this episode, but two, if you are really ready, you are really ready to start doing not so much business strategy, but doing soul strategy to figure out what it is. What does Holy Spirit want to reveal to you that has been keeping you bound, keeping you stuck, keeping you jammed up? In fact, before I started this episode, I looked up some synonyms for the word stuck because my goodness, that word means so much to me. And these are some of the synonyms, jammed, bound, cemented, glued, attached, immovable. There is nothing worse than knowing that God has created you for more and you can't figure out how to get there. If I could simplify this whole episode for you, it's Jesus. It's looking to Jesus. But I also want to give you some really practical questions and some things that you can ask yourself, four questions in particular, that can really help you slow down so that you can then speed up. That is lesson one of my one of my programs is you have to slow down in order to speed up. And us, those of us who are high achieving, we have full plates, we are ambitious, we are go-getters, we don't like slowing down because we think that rest is a four-letter word and that it means that we are lazy. If that resonates with you, friend, book a coaching call with me so that I can help you uncover what God really wants you to believe about rest and how you can start incorporating it into your business. Uh, All of that to say, here are four questions to answer that can help you get unstuck. And these are some of the very questions that I give to my clients to help them identify what is it that is holding them back. I believe it's all really stemmed around two core questions, but I'm going to give you two additional bonus questions that aren't that are that will allow you to really journal and sit with. And so I encourage you as you're listening to this, if you're feeling stuck, then I want you to after you get these questions, I want you to pull out a journal and I want you to write this out. I want you to ask Holy Spirit to open your heart, open your mind, Give yourself permission to slow down for a second and get really honest with how you feel and what you're thinking because if you don't know your thoughts, then you can't take them captive. And if you don't know the thoughts that you want to take captive, then you can't be transformed by the renewing of your mind because you don't even know what's in your mind that needs renewed. So question number one is, if you are feeling stuck, I want to ask you this and I want you to ask yourself, what am I afraid of? 
What am I actually fearing? Sometimes we're stuck because we won't take action. And I've been there where it's the fight, flight, or freeze response. I am frozen and or I've ran away from the very thing. And if that's the case for you, you get to ask yourself, what am I actually afraid of? What will doing this expose or what might... I feel or what what might happen if I do in fact take action. So what are you actually afraid of? What are you fearing? But the opposite is this, the same questions are true for the opposite of perhaps being burnt out and overworked, overstimulated, never taking a break, never giving yourself permission to rest. The same question applies. What are you afraid of if you were to slow down? What are you fearing if you took a day off? One of my clients just came to me and she is a six-figure earner in network marketing. She's an incredible leader. And she came to me and she said, Heather, I know I don't have to ask permission, but what do you think about me taking a break from social media? And I love her. She has been such a delight to work with. And I was like, you know you don't need permission, so why are you asking me? And what we did was we talked it out. We talked about what was she afraid of? And this gave her so much clarity to understand why am I actually afraid of slowing down and taking a break? And I was able to point her to the word and talk about, come to me all who are weary and laden and I will give you rest. So then we got to get curious around what does she actually believe about the word rest? And for her, it was like me, a four letter swear word that meant she was lazy and she wasn't trying hard enough. And what does that mean that she's, you know, proving to her team? Is that, is that showing that she's not trying and that she's not available to them, et cetera, et cetera. There are so many things that you can uncover when you actually ask yourself, what am I afraid of? What am I actually fearful of? What am I trying to avoid? So that is question number one to help you get unstuck. If you take some time to pause and journal this out, I promise you the Lord will reveal something to you. And then you get to take a look at that information and say, is that true? And is that serving me? All right. Question number two, what story are you stuck in? So you get to ask yourself, what story am I stuck in? Now, if you're not used to this kind of language in the coaching world, this is a question I ask my clients a lot. Are you stuck in a story? And I often say, is that true? Or is that a story that you're telling yourself? Is that true? Or is that a story you're telling yourself? I'll give you an example of a client who felt like, you know, she has so much inside of her. She loves teaching. She loves, she loves, uh, just teaching people things and workshops and she would like to go live and all of these things. And she knows that about herself. She knows it's a gift. She knows she has information that other people can benefit from. And so we started talking about, well, what, what's holding you back, right? What are you afraid of? All those things. And she realized that she was stuck in this story that I don't have anything of value and nobody wants to listen to what I'm saying anyways. That is a toxic story that she was stuck in. And once she realized that she was stuck in this story that nobody cares and that nobody really is going to be impacted in a good way about what she has to say, she was able to say, that is a lie. So many people care about what I have to say. So many people need what I have. In fact, I was a client. I I could have been a client of hers. I could have been a person who could benefit from what the thing, in fact, that she was going to teach. And I was able to share that with her. I was like, hello, I am one of the people that need what you have. As a coach, it would help me as a mom. It would help me as a wife. It would help me. And so she was able to get out of that story that she had been believing about herself 
and allow God to give her a new story. And back to that phrase, new level, new devil. I teach my clients new glory, new story. What do I mean by that? I mean that God wants to take you to the next level of glory. And in order to do that, there has to be some refining. There has to be some sanctification. There has to be some pruning that happens. Because in order for God to take you to the next level of elevation, you have to be prepared to go there. In order for God to give you more fruit in your life, he's going to want to prune you. John you know, in the, in the book of John, it talks about that God is the vine. We are the branches and that apart from him, we can do nothing. And he wants to prune our vines. If you actually study grapes and other fruits, I'm sure are the same. Literally in order for it to grow more, you will have to cut off good fruit or to control the fruit. So it doesn't go haywire. And you know, there's, there's some, um, order in how it grows. You have to literally cut off good fruit. Sometimes God will cut things off in our life in order to prune us so that we can be prepared for better, for more. Not new, new level, new devil. There is no such thing as a new devil. He is the same. He has been using the same lies, the same tactics, the same strategies. He has, in fact, been using the same lies against you. He's been trying to make you fearful of the very thing that probably in question number one, what are you afraid of? What are you fearing? He's probably used that since you were a little child. No more, friend. You get to say, wait a second, I am smarter than that. And I have the power of the Holy Spirit and wisdom from the spirit of holiness inside of me. That is literally what the Holy Spirit is. He is a spirit of holiness that you have inside of you 24-7 to be able to partner with and to do life with. So what story are you stuck in? Because if God wants to take you to a next level, a new level of glory, he is going to want to give you a new story, a new revelation of who you are, who he is, where he's taking you, why he's taking you there, who needs what you have, and why partnering with him is essential to getting there. Which which leads me to my last two questions. That really, these are two questions we answer every day, whether we know it or not, we subconsciously answer these questions. And I've shared with you many times every day, you make decisions based off of what you believe in your subconscious. You're not proactively choosing to stop and pause and think about it. You are simply reacting to a belief system that you have. This is where your morals, integrity, character comes from, right? Well, these two questions are rooted deeply in your belief system as well. And it's number one, who are you? And then the next one is who is God? And so question number three, what is God revealing to me about my identity? After you get to take some time and ask what you're afraid of and what story you're stuck in, you get to ask God, God, what are you revealing to me about my identity? The Holy Spirit wants to show you who you really are, that you are righteous, that you are set apart, that you are his masterpiece, that you are holy. God is holy. You are made in God's image and you are made to be holy. So what is God revealing about your identity? Is he revealing that you are fearless and you're acting fearful? Is he revealing that you are loved and adored and he delights in you when you are acting like you don't have a father that loves you, that cares, that wants to comfort you and hold you and nurture you. Maybe he's revealing to you that 
the opposite. Maybe there is some pride in your heart and he's revealing to you that you don't have to be worried about what other people think of you. You get to be humble and poor in spirit and recognize your need of him in order to fulfill your calling. The question, what are you revealing to me about who I am, God? Am I believing a lie? Am I believing something that is not true of my true identity in Christ as a daughter, as royalty, as someone with power and love and a sound mind because I have the Holy Spirit? What is God revealing to you about your identity? And then the last question, what is God revealing to you about himself? What is he revealing to you about his character? What is he showing you about his nature? Do you believe that God is good? We say all the time, you know, Jehovah Jireh, right? That's one of my favorite songs. I think when that came out, everybody needed that. Jireh, you are enough. But perhaps you're ambitious, high achieving, independent, I can do anything self, right? Your behaviors and your business are actually a subconscious response to not believing that God is enough, that he will provide your needs. Now that doesn't mean we be, we're lazy and that we don't do anything and we just, you know, rub the genie lamp and hope that God gives us stuff. No, he, we're supposed to co-labor with him. We're supposed to work, but perhaps some of your hustle, like I have recognized, my hustle wasn't just because I was so driven and I was different and just more excited about things and other people. A lot of my behaviors were actually driven from scarcity. They were driven from an unhealthy place of not recognizing who I was, my identity in Christ, and who God was as my father. So I challenge you to sit with these questions if you feel stuck. What are you afraid of? What are you what are you fearful of? What story are you stuck in? What is God revealing about your identity and who he has created you to be? When you became new, you got a new name and he has created you to be something, someone, and you get to co-labor with him to do that. And what is God revealing about himself? Is there a lie you're believing about who God is? That it's not in fact his true character, his true nature as a loving father who wants to help you and support you and nurture you and continue to grow with you, who wants a relationship with you. The way that you're going to get unstuck is to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And the problem is, is why people hire me is because they don't know how to slow down and to actually get honest with themselves to answer these questions and other questions so that they even know what needs transformed in their mind and in their heart. If that's you and this episode is really speaking to you and you're like, man, I would love to finally get to the root of the issue here. Because the reality is that we all have roots and whatever is what truth we're rooted in, we're going to see fruit from that. So if the fruit that you're experiencing in your life is not good fruit, can you build a six, seven, eight figure business with peace and joy? Yes, 100%. And that means that we get to do some undoing. We get to 
really get curious around what story have I been stuck in? What lies have I been believing? What am I actually afraid of? Who do I believe God is? Who do I believe that I am? And if those questions resonate deeply with you and you would like some help with that, I would love to explore one-on-one coaching with you where we get honest about the deep and hidden things that you probably aren't even aware of. And I absolutely love working with people who are ready to do the work and heal the hidden things that are keeping them stuck. Do the soul strategy that is needed to scale rather than the business strategy that keeps you busy and really ignoring the very thing that God wants to help you with. And so I'll leave you with this verse. It's the anchor in my business, 3 John 1, 2. May you prosper in all things and be in good health as your soul prospers. These questions will help you do some soul strategizing to really uncover what am I believing deeply in my mind What is deeply rooted in me so that I am operating from a place that is not lined up to truth in in the word of God and who he is and who he says that I am. So if that's you, check out the link in my show notes below to fill out an application for coaching and or DM me on Instagram or Facebook and we can get a conversation started to see if I would be the right fit for you in this season. Let's pray. God, we thank you that you have already given us the solution of transformation. You have already given us the answer to get unstuck. You are the answer. And sometimes we overcomplicate it. So Lord, I pray that these questions, that this woman who is listening to this feeling stuck, feeling like she knows you've made her for more, but she just can't quite figure out what's keeping her stuck in this loop and or what story she's stuck in, Lord, that she really gets to sit with you in these questions and you can reveal to her the lies that she's believing so you can help her take the thoughts captive, make them obedient to Christ and transform her life, her family, her business, her finances, her health, her relationships by the renewing of her mind rooted in truth. God, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your spirit of holiness that resides in us, that wants to reveal things to us. And Lord, we thank you for wanting to partner with us and co-labor with us to spread the gospel, spread the good news, use the things that you've gifted us with so that we can run our businesses as a worship and a ministry to you. God, we thank you. We love you. We praise you. This work is all for your glory and honor. In Jesus' name, amen.